welcome back to The One Where I Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. And I can't see you. Yeah. We can, I, we can move the flowers. Yeah, there's a, flowers in the middle of the table that I didn't realize until we actually started recording that they were right in between us. That's all right. There we go. Um, how are you, Natalie? I am pretty beat. We had a, uh, we just got back from a little, uh, road trip. We yeah, went and to boy, the, our arms tired. Uh-huh. We did a little, um, road trip to California's central coast at a quaint little seaside town called Cambria. Cambria. Yeah. With some and friends. With some friends. Some people we, including people we haven't seen since pre-Pando. Yeah. Uh, Our <laughs> friends from Oakland. So it's like a halfway point. So that was fun. But yeah, we've been, we were there all weekend having fun, walk around, yeah. drinking beer and wine. So yeah. we've been, we're a little, little beat. Hopefully we'll be able to pick up the energy. We're going to have to rally because yeah. Well, we had two episodes full of excitement. Yes. There's a oh, lot yes. of things happening. Yes. A lot of incident in both episodes. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know this show, we talk about an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother every week. Uh, this week we are on season two, episode 22. The Friends episode is called The One with Two Parties. And the How I Met Your Mother episode is called Something Blue. We'll get to that one later. Let's start with Friends, Season 2, Episode 22, The One with the Two Parties. Yep. Okay. Um, oh, I meant to, you know, I'm already already fucking up. Um, so we, we start... Um, yes. We start at Monica's new job. Which yes. we picked up last week. We started at Moondance Diner. Moondance Diner yeah. from Tick, Tick, Boom. Ah. Oh, yes. That, I, <laughs> yes. It's right. where yeah. the character was. So it was, a, it was a real place. I don't yeah. think it's still open. But it was a real place that recreated for Tick, Tick, Boom. But I yeah. guess it was still open. So that's... I don't know if they actually did all this 50 stuff. They didn't in Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, but I had recognized it immediately because <laughs> I... Um, what's the matter? That thing uh, is flashing. Is that okay? That's okay. Yeah. Okay. I am. Um, um, now you got me sidetracked. Sorry. Not to brag, but sometimes I get free shit from Netflix, as you know. Uh-huh. And I have a, a sweater that it says Tick, Tick, Boom on the front, but on the back it has the Moondance Diner oh, logo. Okay. Sweatshirt. That's, I'm almost 40 years old. And I get sweaters and sweatshirts mixed. I always say the wrong one. I don't think it's about age. I don't know why. No, what I'm saying is I should have figured it out by now. Yeah. But I always say the wrong one. I know that they're different, but I always say the wrong one. But you know what sweatshirt material is. No, I'm saying I know. I just, unless I'm putting, like, stopping and putting all my thought into it, I will say the wrong one all the time. That's very So I have a sweatshirt that says Moondance Diner. Not a sweater. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes I do that with like knitting and sewing. I know there are different things. I know what the difference is, but I think I've like said knit when I meant sew. What about crocheting when you throw that in there? Is that just... I try not to talk about crochet. Oh, it's too bad. <laughs> um, okay, so we open at the Moon Dance Diner from Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, and... Um, Joey's perving out on Monica's fake right. boobs. Yeah, she's because she's got the big uh, fake yeah chest. But they're like she's trying to p- plan a party, Rachel's birthday party, mm-hmm. and Monica's being very Monica about it. And mm-hmm. the rest of the friends are like, "Let's take it easy, or whatever." So then I'm not sure who exactly wins that argument because then we get to the perk and they're still 
they're still they're still planning. Yeah, they're and um, there's like committees within the group. Yeah, there's like the yeah. food committee. Um, I don't know. But um, those two scenes, and there's a thing where like Joey keeps saying like, "Oh no, you can't invite that woman because I like slept with her and never called her yeah. again." And multiple, multiple, multiple times. And but really, those two scenes—the Moon Dance Diner and the Perk—those are all the setup. And then we're at the the two parties, the two parties, which is uh, friends doing the like latter half of Cheers or Frasier thing, or I guess to go further back, the Three's Company thing, which right. they specifically which they referenced, referenced, yeah, of doing a a full on farce. Yes. Um, so the reason they have to have two parties uh, is. Because Rachel's parents are getting divorced and they're not getting along and they're making a scene anytime they're together. And so Monica only invites um, Rachel's mom. Yeah. But Rachel's dad just shows up anyway to surprise his daughter on her birthday. So then Joey and Chandler are like, no, the party's over here. So they end up like directing different people to different parties to have two different parties. So yeah. that the dad thinks he's at the party and the mom thinks she's at the party. One is uh, lame. One is cool. Yeah, the one that the Joey and Chandler one end up being ends up being the cool one where people want to be because Monica is sucking the fun out of the party. There's by pizza and beer and Monica dancing, and, and yeah. Monica is like creating yeah. games with markers and <laughs> post its. Uh, yeah, but um, Rachel's dad. This is the first time we've met him, Mr. Green, uh, yeah, or Doctor Green. Doctor Green, yes, uh, played by Ron Liebman, who uh, passed away in 2019, but. Um, I I know him mo- first and foremost as the voice of Ron Cadillac on Archer, which I know you didn't watch Archer, mm-hmm. so you don't know that. But he's also, if I'm remembering correctly, in season six of The Sopranos, when oh. when Uncle, spoilers for The Sopranos if you haven't seen it, when Uncle Junior accidentally shoots Tony and Tony spends like three episodes in the hospital, he's the doctor. He's the doctor. At, okay. In, the, in the hospital. Okay. Um but yeah, I know he like I'm a big Archer guy, and and um, I remember when like Ron Liebman died because he'd been voicing Ron Cadillac mm-hmm. on Archer for a long time. Um, so yeah, I was uh, excited to see him. He's uh, he's great in the episode at being like kind of not a good dude, kind of <laughs> like, a dick, an obnoxious yeah. uh, rich guy dad. Um, there's a uh, but he's he's at Joey and Chandler's party, the fun party, and it's partially fun because. Chandler's in charge of directing different people to different parties, and he keeps sending all the ladies to his apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and so that's like, it, it wasn't, especially early on, that was a joke that Monica made, like you can't send all the women. But when you actually see when, when Rachel comes to her own apartment and says surprise, there's like, other than Monica and Phoebe, there's like one other woman in the yeah. entire room. It's all yeah. dudes. Um Oh, and I guess Rachel's mom is yeah. there. Marlo Thomas. Who, is, yeah, uh, we've, we've met yes. her yes. when she was... And we saw, like, um, their, you know, her parents' marriage falling apart, you know, because... Yeah, because Marlo Thomas told... She, yeah. Yeah. And she was kind of, like, trying to sow her wild oats with the with the gals. That's right, yeah. Yeah, then that's the one... That's the person about whom Rachel says, she, couldn't she have just stolen my haircut? The, right. Like, sort of meta joke. Yeah. Uh, about the Rachel. Um, so, uh, so yeah, once Rachel gets the deal, she and Ross go over to Joey and Chandler to say I had, uh, uh, her dad. I forget. Do we know 
either of their names? Do we just say Mr. and Mrs. Green? I just kept writing, writing Dad and Mom. In my, in Dr. My, Green. I know we know Dr. and Mrs. Green. We know Rachel's mom's name, but I forgot what it was. Um, yeah. Um, so she's there. Uh, Ch- Chandler um, gets made out with. <laughs> Like yeah. some woman like mistakes him for someone else, and then someone like named Dennis, yeah, passionately kisses him. Uh, and there's a funny bit there where Joey is like, and some other people are playing volleyball in Chandler's bedroom, and they break a lamp, but Chandler doesn't care because he's over the moon because yeah. uh, a, a random woman just kissed him. Uh, whereas, meanwhile, Monica's truly terrible seeming party game has to do with like writing down everyone writing down your most embarrassing memories but then there's another one that is just write down 10 verbs yeah and then make a poem make a poem about it <laughs> yeah but th- that whenever someone is like tell me like what's your most embarrassing memory my my reaction to that would always be like why would i tell you that i'm embarrassed by it the worst is like when you're at like like an office meeting and it's like an icebreaker of like tell us something interesting about yourself or yeah. like tell oh, us yeah. like something that we might not know and like ugh, i hate that like i used to have to do that actually my old um uh before i got promoted to my current position i would run our weekly meetings in my old team mm-hmm. and i had to it was something i inherited i had to start with uh, like a question like an icebreaker question for every every meeting um, and uh, doing it every week, it gets hard to keep thinking of of questions. I like the, like, what'd you have for breakfast? Okay. Because that's yeah. easy, and it's like, you don't have to try to be funny. You don't have to, like, yeah. pull from, I don't know. I just feel like I, so much pressure. One time I came up with what I thought was a good one, which was, <laughs> what disc is in your DVD or Blu-ray player right now? I thought that was a good one. Multiple people, my movie nerd like team, were like, uh, we don't leave discs in the yeah. player. It's bad for the player. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong crowd. Know your audience. Yeah, I should have. Um, okay, so, yeah, most embarrassing memories. Uh, sounds terrible. Um, all the games sound terrible. Everyone knows it. Uh, but meanwhile, Dr. Green doesn't seem to be having a great time either. He's just sitting in a chair and mo- he's, like, sad because... Someone died on his operating table that day. Yeah, um, which is which is very sad. But Ross had the challenging job of like trying to like yeah. kind of uh, like bond with him in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not succeeding. Yeah. At all. Um, uh, but back at Monica and Rachel's, one thing she is one thing Monica is right about. She's this. Party games are awful, but she keeps reminding people to put the mark, the caps all the way back on the markers. Yeah. I totally am with her on that. Yeah. Because a, yes, she's right. They will dry they out. They will dry out. But also, you, someone's going to accidentally like get some marker on their clothes or something. Yeah. You know, I got to always keep the. Uh, I always, I always do that with pens. I, you have probably noticed in my life, going about my life, if I see a pen, like a click pen that is clicked with the point like ballpoint out or whatever i'll click it it closed yeah just because i don't uh it's always a potential i'm very i tend to be very worried about getting stains on my clothes because because i'm i'm like a mess yeah i'm clumsy and i i know that if i'm like like when i'm sitting in a movie theater for a press screening and like taking notes i will close my pen um 
in between every note because I know I'm sitting in the dark, I will write on my leg or something if yeah. I don't. Luckily, I don't have a click pen that makes noise. I have one of those, like, you twist it open or close, and it's, so it's silent. So yeah. I'm not, like, annoying people, like... Yeah. Maybe, yeah. During during a movie, it's a silent thing. But I still, I have to, I have to keep it closed unless it's actively in use. Be, use because I will write on myself. And you always seem to get like a weird, like oil on your pants. Like, wait, what I'll oil be, did I get on my like, pants? Like you'll get like salad dressing on a shirt. Like, and I'll yeah. be in the other room and I'll hear, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like I was like. I'll be peeling an orange and I'll get a spray of like yeah. citrus all yeah. over my. My clothes. I, I don't know why I can't. I can't just be. But you, luckily for when I'm cooking, I have a nice apron that you, you bought me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So she's right about the markers. Uh, here's where we start seeing an exodus. People start like Gunther, who's at the party, tries to leave and Monica won't let him. Yeah. But then Phoebe is like, I can get you out. I know how to get people out of here. And so she does so with a. Um, uh, a pretty great di- diversion of saying yeah. like, Oh, did someone forget to use a coaster? And yeah. Cause like, uh, but we'll get back to that because this episode keeps going back and forth. This was like, I felt like you, like when you are, are trying to note what's going on in an episode of how I met your mother, cause yeah. it's so chaotic. Yeah. It's difficult. That's yes. how I felt yes. here. There's, there's like so many little back and seamlets. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, then, uh, Dr. Green, they keep, he keeps trying to go back because he thinks Monica and Rachel's apartment is just the staging area for the real party. Yeah. Cause that's what they told him and his jackets in there. And he keeps trying to go back to like, they keep having to like, no, I'll get you your whatever. So Ross goes to get him a, a scotch, yeah. um, which led to a funny line. I don't know if it was, uh, one of your funny lines. And uh-uh. he was like, uh, I just, I'll just take a scotch. And he was like, one scotch on the rocks coming right up. And Dr. King goes neat. neat. And Ross goes, cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so we go like, but that's uh, going back to my thing that I've always said about these two shows. Like everybody on How I Met Your Mother knows what a Scotch need is. Yeah. The friends are are uh, amateurs when it comes to drinking. Well, also, like, did you see that pour when he made? Like, he obviously doesn't. I know. wrote Ross with the heavy pour. It was it's like, like a half triple. a glass yeah. of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Neat. Yeah, is more than a double. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're always over poor. We've noted it before, like the with wine, wine glasses. glasses. All the way up, which also like bothers me. You know, yeah. you and I are kind, kind of wine snobs a little bit, but like there's a reason you don't feel it. Like you, it needs that room. Yeah. You know, the glasses are shaped the way they are to yeah. funnel the air and let it breathe. Um, so yeah, that, those full pours bother me almost as much as stemless wine glasses. Not quite as much as stemless wine glasses, but almost as much. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, so yeah, so Ross goes to get the, the scotch, but then Dr. Green wants his like jacket jacket, and he has to go. So Ross keeps having to, to go, which leads to a funny thing (laughs) because Ross can't tell Marlo Thomas that her soon to be ex-husband is across the hall. So he keeps pretending everything is his. his. So Marlo Thomas, Mrs. Green be, is, becomes concerned that Rachel is dating someone who's exactly like her father. Yeah, yeah she's like, you need <laughs> that, to talk to a therapist. That's a funny like bit. you're dating yeah. your father. I have to say that. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, he's he's wearing bifocals. He like has to pretend that he smokes, and yeah. he immediately like flings a cigarette at, at Mrs. Green, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. a good bit of physical physical comedy. Um, and then they're just at this point, Ross and Mr. Green. 
sorry, Dr. Green are just hanging out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also another like gross bit of physical comedy where Ross has a cigarette in his mouth and Dr. Green is like, is that my cigarette? And Ross like tries to take it out of his mouth and it's like stuck, stuck to, to his, his upper lip. lip yeah. And you're like, yeah. Uh, and he's like, I, I moistened the I was moistening the tip, tip for you. <laughs> and he's also wearing his glasses. Yeah. His bifocals. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but then we get to, we've talked about this before, this thing that both shows have done, and I think it's just a common, like, comedy writing thing, sitcom thing, of, like, talking about one thing as if it's another thing, mm-hmm. like, with, like, Monica's hair being a patient to the hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. Phoebe is talking about getting people to the other party as if she's, like, sneaking them out of East Berlin. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, you don't have time... You can only take you what have you have on it. you, yeah. but everything will be waiting for you on the other side. Yeah. They'll yeah. take care of you. Like they're going to a safe house <laughs> yeah. next. Everything you've heard, all the stories you've heard are true. The next smuggler will get them yeah. to safety. Yeah. Um, uh, but then Monica comes over to keep tell them to keep it down because <laughs> their party is too loud for yeah. her party. Too raucous. Um, and that's when she finds out uh, 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 about the about Phoebe sneaking people out. So that's a funny thing. But then we get into the biggest, like, scene, 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 is when um, Rachel uh, is bouncing back and forth. And we see, like, her parents only want to talk about their divorce and about each other. So we're seeing both sides of the conversation. Um, Some of that was very funny. We'll get to that with Funniest Moments. But also, did you notice that Rachel says, when she makes, the first time she makes an excuse to her mom, why she's going over to the apartment. She says, I have to do a thing, which Mm -hmm. is like a thing is nowadays way overused. Mm -hmm. Like that's a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know how common it was then. It it sounds like something that in the nineties that's like David Mamet or Aaron Sorkin would write, but Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, Maybe they started it. uh, (laughs) Yeah. But maybe like Ross or maybe Rachel, like, when, do you think Rachel goes to Broadway? Did you think she saw like a David Mamet? She saw like maybe sexual perversity in Chicago or something like that, and started talking like David Mamet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably what happened. Yeah. Um, um. So then there's a eventually there's a sweet moment between Chandler and Rachel in the the hallway because Chandler is also a child of divorce and Rachel is like, how'd you get through it? But in order to get to that scene, we have to get to a scene where Owen is literally running away from Chandler (laughs) to get out of the apartment. Like I was like, what did he do? Yeah. Yeah. And then he like made some joke about, he said, he said, you can be shirts and I'll be skins. So he like tried to get this woman to take her top off and she ran away and he chased her. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for this <laughs> scene. But I think it's like uh, I do think Chandler's lack of uh, experience with the opposite sex has been established, and I do think he's like I don't think he's a predator. I don't think well, it's malice, this- but he literally doesn't know how I- to. How like, to interact, but he let yeah. this woman believe that his name was Dennis, you know, like so that's like a manipulation in a way. Like, yes, he would say, Oh, no, you don't actually know me, I'm Chandler. Like, let's yeah. make out. Yeah, um, I'm gonna drink some of your water because I left my water on the that's table. Fine. You can have my water, <laughs> uh, but right, so you're, I was curious about this is the woman he chases out, is that the same woman who thought he was Dennis before? I believe so, yeah. 
Okay. So she made out with him under false pretenses, and he didn't correct her because why would he? Because he's Chandler. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Chandler is like. It seems like a real Joey move. <laughs> but Joey doesn't have to be desperate. Women love Joey, right? Joey, including which, Marlo Thomas. Yes. Um, but Chandler is like, I do like. I'm glad he has the friends he has because if he didn't have friends, he would, I think Chandler would be like a, a early version of like an an incel. incel. Yeah. Yeah, He'd be like a real misogynist if he uh, didn't have supportive friends. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we finally, after this sweet scene where, where, um, Chandler talks to Rachel and there's also a cute bit where like, they're hugging at the end and then Ross comes out and Chandler kind of like passes Rachel off yeah. to Ross she to a continue the hug. Yeah. Uh, I liked that. Um, Did you notice this was a, there was a, in the hallway when Rachel's like so overwhelmed, she's like so upset about her parents and she has like a, there's like a slow mo, like slow motion it's scene before where. before she gets to the hallway. It's like, yeah. it's when it's bouncing back and forth between the two parties. Yeah. And, and her parents are talking. There is like a bit of a like, I suppose I guess it's supposed to be like her not knowing what to do with herself. And yeah, it, yeah I, it I did notice very that. Very bizarre. Very out of character. Out for of friends. character. Yeah. And they they haven't done that before. Yeah. That weird like slow motion. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah. God. Um, then when so the parties are finally wrapping up, we get a passage of time sort of uh, uh, shot with an interstitial of the twin towers at night, <laughs> um, and uh, so. Mrs. Green is leaving, uh, and Mr. Green is trying to leave, but he has to get his jacket first or something. So, like, there's a fun bit where the three guys, like, all skip across the hall in yeah. front of Mr. Green, Dr. Green, so that Mrs. Green, who's right there, can't yeah. see them. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um, and then um, uh, Joey kisses Mrs. Green to... Yeah keep her from seeing or to keep Dr. Green from seeing mm-hmm. her. And she's very taken by it. She says, she's delighted. It's the best party she's been to in years. Yeah. And Monica's like, thank you. So the gang pulls it off, you know? Yeah. They don't see each other. Yeah. Uh, and then we end with a tag that I think is another one of those like things that just shows how dated the show is because Monica, instead of, um, a cake for Rachel's birthday made, uh, flan and yeah. they this is like they talk about flan like Ugh. the people I grew up with talked about sushi so, in the in the Midwest in the 90s as if it's just like this alien like yeah they th- refer to it as an infection <laughs> goo yeah like gelatinous yeah. and it's like this was like part of my motif conversation but like the cultural insensitivity around yeah. this dessert, which like, which is all, but I'm saying like these days is people know what flan is. Yeah. Now, and it's also people know that it's fucking delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes I think a little too sweet for me, but that's not, but the, yeah, the it's, problem. um, yeah, they, they had so much hate hate on the flan. Yeah. And I thought it was like, yeah, just like steeped with like, do you ever, you racism. showed me that like, cooking show where it was like southern cooking or whatever and the mom like the premise of the show is that she's cooking for her family oh paula dean no it wasn't paula dean because i know who that is oh the pioneer woman and she made 
chicken wings. She was like, I made chicken wings. And it turned out she made them like Korean style. Made, yeah. And these guys were like, Whoa. what? Like what? picking it what up and looking at it. Like, uh, it's huh? still a fucking chicken wing. Yeah. Like, why is it so, yeah. uh, so scary to you? But yeah, uh, yeah I, I was kind of like, I don't think I was as, I was bothered by the way they were talking about flan as much as I was like, it just seemed so dated to me. Which again, we're talking about something that's 25 years old. So I would is. be a fa- like, if I was like from a Mexican family yeah. and I like had a tradition and had like delicious flan for special occasions, like I would be offended by this. Yeah. You, you hear it like, um, well, I guess you kind of have had this experience where, where, you would go to school with a lunch. You were telling me that was made with like egg bread or mm-hmm. something like, why is your bread yellow? Yeah. And I, 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 you hear all these stories of like children of immigrants, like being embarrassed yeah. by their lunches. Yeah. And that's, I wish we could teach kids from an early age to be like, no, be curious. If someone has a food you've never heard of. Totally. Be, yeah. Be interested. Be curious. I also, it, it and this is great. like very sad, but like I didn't bring, we would go to, um, we would get bagels like Western bagels, you know, on the weekends and I would want to bring them to school, but I think someone made fun of me for bringing bagels. Uh huh. I feel like the nineties was when non-Jewish Americans really started to embrace bagels. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like a normal bread to bring to school. So I got made fun of once and then I never brought bagels to school again, which is like so sad because they're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember my, um, my sister in high school worked when she was in high school, worked at a, bagel place in Mm -hmm. Baldwin, Missouri called Bagels and Java. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was, it was great. And speaking of nineties was huge. There was the Asiago cheese bagels. Mm -hmm. I feel like in the nineties, it was like sun-dried tomatoes and Asiago cheese and like pesto. Like these were all over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a a big nineties food. I wonder what foods people will like, I guess like quinoa when people look back now, but even quinoa has been around for, I mean, obviously it's been around for a long, long time, but it's been popular for years now. I'm trying to yeah. think what's a new, like, trendy Well, I feel like trendy truffle food. was, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, early 2000. Truffle was, like, all the rage. Yeah, and then, and then like, it was, like, kale and quinoa. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what's, I wonder what's new. Yeah. Did you know, I know you know this. Avocado told, toast is, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, at least 10. Well, now yeah. there's, like, ricotta toast and mushroom toast. Yeah. I make ricotta toast all the time. Yeah. Um, slice up some figs on it, some shaved almonds. Yeah. It's always very cute. Honey, salt. It's good. Um, my, the little tidbit about kale, the trivia about kale that I, the pizza hut. Yeah. That mm-hmm. before the kale explosion, the biggest like purchaser of kale in the U S was pizza hut. Not because they're putting kale on pizzas, but because their salad bar it would be the like decorative thing in between. It's like the garnish on the salad bar. Yeah, in in between the the different like bins of food, yeah. which I don't even know. But Pizza Huts don't even really have. They don't have that. They don't anymore. have those. I don't know how how. Uh, here's listener engagement. Like, when was the last time you were at a dining. tavern style Pizza yeah. Hut? Because yeah. I remember as a kid, like the Pizza Book Hut was, Club. Do you remember yeah, the Book, it Book Club? It Club? But Pizza Hut was like a sit down restaurant yeah. it had the thing with the like stained glass like yep. lights over the table yep. my dad and like my dad and mom would have like a pitcher of beer yeah there was like beer and wine yeah personal pan pizzas yeah salad yeah. bar for mom because let's face it <laughs> um okay uh okay so we uh, is there any other stray observations or should we, should we move on to funniest moments 
Uh, stray observation. Yeah, funniest moments. Okay. Um, the funniest for me was in that back and forth. Rachel's mom says, you work and work and work on a marriage and all he wants to talk about is his boat. And it cuts her talking to her dad and he says, you work and work and work on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, we, we already mentioned it, but um, I forget who says, what would Jack and Chrissy do? Yeah, yeah, Chandler um, says that. Chandler yeah. says it. So yeah, they're recognizing their uh, references. The premise, yeah. Yeah, the premise. Um, the only other one I had... Uh, at the beginning at the perk when Rachel comes back from she's just come from her like sister her, her sister's uh, college graduation mm-hmm. and um, her parents got into a big fight and that's why this whole thing starts off and she says it was the graduation from hell and Chandler says oh my cousin went to hell on a football scholarship yeah um, <laughs> I thought it was a cute joke uh, Ross pretending to smoke was really funny we mentioned <laughs> that he flings it at Marla yeah yeah, Marlo, who, um, Marlo Thomas, yeah, and then just like when non-smokers pretend to smoke, it's always very funny to yeah. me. Yeah, um, he doesn't know how to pack. I, I know it doesn't matter because people don't smoke anymore, and that's good. You shouldn't smoke. Yeah, you know. But when you go to pack your cigarettes, and people do that thing where they put their finger over the back of the pack while they're packing it, uh-huh. that's not. It's defeating the purpose. You're just crushing the cigarette. Then you're okay. supposed to hold it by the side, the sides, and and and, and pack it so that the energy goes all the way through okay. and that's what packs the cigarette anyway anyway it's, um, he's excused for not knowing how to pack a pack of cigarettes that's not what but yeah that's not what we're doing here i want the listeners to know look don't you smoke should be, you should be ashamed of yourself but if you're an actor if you're an actor listening to this and you your character is a smoker and you're supposed to pack this pack of cigarettes you just pinch it by the sides you don't put your finger over the back when you're packing the cigarette. okay Moving on to funniest also, um, when they're trying to like shuffle Dr. Green into the apartment, they're like, oh, why don't you, um, come with me to put your coat in the bedroom? And then, um, (laughs) Dr. Green's like, that sounds like a two person job. Yeah. (laughs) Which I laughed out loud. Uh, any other funniest moments? Should we move on to friends, but make it fashion? Let's make it fashion. Uh, there are a lot. Um, I'm going to start right at the very beginning at the Moondance Diner. Phoebe has a like floral dress mm-hmm. that, like, I wrote Phoebe's Rainforest Cafe looking dress because it looked like yeah. the it, it had that the design of like the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, it was verdant. Yeah, yeah. So that was my first one. What did you have? Um, I had. Um, Chandler's weird Dr. Seuss tie. I didn't like it. I just noted it. Did you? It was like yeah. one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, yes. and a cat in the hat. Yeah. Didn't like it. Why would you do that? Didn't like it. Yeah, me yeah. neither. Um, but uh, what I did like. Oh. Okay, I think it's my turn. Oh, go. I love Dr. Green's outfit. And I love that. Oh, yeah. It's not till late in the episode that we start talking about the boat, but he's clearly a boat guy. He's he a shows up wearing yeah. white pants, a red and white horizontal striped shirt, and he's got a nautica jacket. Yeah. He lo- he looks like This guy wants everyone to know that he has a boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. Um I like that there were um mini dresses. Uh Monica and Rachel both are wearing Monica is wearing a like a lime green Mm -hmm. mini dress. And that was cute. And then Rachel's was also green mini dress, but like iridescent almost. Yeah. Iridescent olive. Yeah. Um, but I thought they both looked great. Yeah. Cute, cute bods. Yeah. You took one of mine. Uh, so I will say my last one is Phoebe's party wear, where she's got like a, 
Um, she's got like pink bell bottoms mm-hmm. and I can't remember what her top is, but she's wearing a like sheer, like long flowy vest over it. There's a series of bows yeah. in pastel colors. Um, yeah. they're I having liked, so much fun with Phoebe this season. They are. Costuming. I love their it. Clothes. Um, I liked Gunther's floral button up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gunther looked good. Yeah. Um, oh, props to the props department. Oh, please. I like the party decorations, specifically the tiny balloons within a big balloon. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah, I, I, I like that touch. Um, I did like that when Rachel's dad shows up, like someone is holding a balloon and then like lets it go and it like yeah. does that thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I, I didn't really clock any big running jokes or motifs or foreshadowing. I have any. a few. Okay. Um, so Joey sleeping with all of Rachel's friends. Okay. <laughs> um, him being just like a Lothario yeah. in general. Um, we talked about cultural insensitivity with the flan, mm-hmm. uh, Monica micromanaging and turning something that should be fun into kind of a nightmare okay, situation. Yeah. Um, the thing with the pens was funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, should we take a quick break? Yes. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and it's time to talk about How I Met Your Mother, Season 2, Episode 22, Something Blue. Okay, so this episode picks picks up where we left off from Something Borrowed. Um, and we, the intro is at the wedding at the Van Smoot, Van Smoot house, Van Smooten house, the Van, Van Smoot, Van house. Smoot house. Yes. Um, and they're announced, um, uh, for the first time, you know, as bride and groom. Yeah. Um, they have a little discussion about having different last names, um, which I appreciated, which, yeah, we, you and we I can relate to. Yeah. Last names. And then they were saying, they were joking about like, what would our last name be if we could pick one? And they said, awesome. Yeah. They, and then they their came kids up with could a few be totally and freaking freaking. Yeah. Um, what would we, if you and I were going to pick a, uh, a, a name, what would it be? Um, we wouldn't just do a hyphen. No, I'm saying if, if we were oh, going to do we, this thing, or if we we're going to make up a name, we would name it after like, what about what about March? You could be like one of the little women. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Natalie March. No, I don't like it. Let's uh, okay. we'll think of something else. Okay. What's it like a family? I was thinking like a movie or a TV show or a book about a family that has the same last name. Maybe the Waltons. Um. The Von Trapps. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We should definitely do uh, Von Trapp. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they have their first <laughs> dance. Um, there's a whole bunch of jokes about them being um, cocktail wiener blocked. So they're they're hungry because it's their wedding, and every time they like are close to getting like an hors d'oeuvre or like a plate of food, someone calls them over and they have to dance or they have to toast or they have to do something else. So they're being called in all these different directions. They're starving. Was this your experience at our wedding? 
Um, I remember our wedding planner making a point to say you have to eat right. because it's very, very easy to not and you're drinking the whole time because we were drinking the whole time. Yeah, so yeah. she made sure that we had like plates of food and she yeah. gave us like little reminders to eat. So I did eat. We probably didn't like, we didn't like sit down for a full meal, but we no. pecked at things. But what, well, one of the things, cause you and I obviously were separate the day up until like right yeah. before the, I did the first, I saw you in your dress right before, you yeah. know, um, so you could take pictures of that. But one of the things that my Tyler, my best man, uh, uh, really came through for was while we were in that room getting ready, he went and got me a bunch of tacos. <laughs> so like oh, I, funny. so knowing that I wasn't going to get a chance to eat all the food, I started the wedding with a, a fairly full stomach cause I ate like four yeah. tacos. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what, I know my sister got me, we had champagne while I was getting ready. Um, but I think she got me something to eat. But I was, like, obviously not hungry, so it was kind of like right. I just had to eat something. Um, listeners, if you ate or didn't eat on your wedding, yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, their cocktail wiener blocked, and um, they were talking about, like, wedding planning and how they worked so hard to avoid any sort of like wedding cliche. Like they didn't want to do a conga line. They didn't want to do like lame speeches. Um, yeah, it was a great, the scene where they introduced in the flashback, they made it sound like they were coming up with ideas for the wedding. Right. But it but was like, it this out, is the ideas thing we'll never we don't want to do. do. And, and, and Ted's, then, well, I, I don't know. It might be one of your funniest moments. So I don't want to say what Ted's, Ted's idea about the uh, montage uh, right, 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 right. A, a montage of photos of you together set to Green Day's Time of My, li- yeah. my Life, ending with the two of you as infants. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they didn't want to do that. And then Marshall um, made the whole, like, Corinthian speech about love. Yeah. That was strange. It's from, yeah, from the Bible, yeah. uh, from First Corinthians something. Yeah. I don't know. Not, um, a, not a Bible guy. So wh- It's Easter today, by the way. He, yes, he is. risen. He has risen. Have you heard the good news? He has risen, yes. Um, so also at the wedding, um, Barney overhears mm. Ted and Robin say, like, well, we don't want to tell people. So he's like, tell people what? Tell people what? Tell people what? And just like, he can't get over it. And they're like, oh, yeah. just, like, just don't worry about it. And then he goes to the loudspe- the like yeah. DJ booth. Tell people what, and then has to make an announcement about like um, like a car being blocked. <laughs> yeah, the, the Nissan something with its lights on. But before that, I liked a really good uh, bit of comedic acting on Neil Patrick Harris's part. They try to like introduce him. They do like a "Have you met yeah. Barney?" and yes. he like quickly goes to like an entire evening of wedding cliche conversation, and then yeah. says "Okay," and then turns back and says "Tell people what." <laughs> but he kind of like pushes her aside. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's like clearly just like obsessed with what they're keeping a secret. And then the whole episode is them like, um, showing the, the timeline. So it, it it is a chaotic timeline of what happened. We go back and forth, but they go to the restaurant where they had their first date a year ago. So they're telling this story, um, where he stole the French horn, where, um, Ted steals the French horn for Robin. Um, there was a like champagne confusion mishap where like the servers bring over two champagne bottle champagne glasses and they're like oh and they're like oh this is on the house for yeah. a special occasion so they're drinking it and Robin sees an engagement ring and kind of freaks out turns out it's for another couple at the next 
the table next to them who's like he's popping the question and she says yes but then it leads to um a conversation which like robin's reaction was so upsetting to ted because she was like no 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 how dare you 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 could never do do that you can't do this to me and so he was upset by her um reaction and so that leads them to like their five-year plan so then okay we think they're gonna break up but then the next scene is that they're at robin's apartment and they're like oh i i left off the whole part about like um running out of the restaurant spilling like spaghetti meatballs all over themselves yeah which is a great like callback because we had the previous episode yeah uh or maybe two episodes ago i can't remember when they when they walked in all covered all in stains covered, and yeah get the so we learn yeah we learn yeah. why um they have they have ted's like credit card and id and they're holding it until he brings back the french horn yeah um so they're back at robin's um and this is weaved in and out through like the wedding and Lily's getting drunker and drunker cause she's eating the strawberries at the bottom of the champagne. So <laughs> yeah, like she had five, <laughs> she had five strawberries, but five glasses of champagne. She's yeah. a tiny lady. Um, yeah. so yeah, we're back at Robin's apartment. She says she wants to like travel. Ted's talking about his five year plan. They're talking about their expiration date. Um, Robin says she wants to live in Argentina and which stuck out to me yeah. because you and I have we, been trying to go to Argentina. We, we for will years. never go. The pandemic keeps, keeps getting in the way yeah. of us being able to go to Argentina. Um, so she wants to live there. And then he's saying like, I could live there. We could raise kids there. And Robin yeah. says like, I don't want to have kids, but if I did, I would want them to be yours. And then yeah. they have sex and it grossed me out that they were still covered in like the yeah. um, spaghetti sauce. You know, it was weird to me because there's a plot line where for, I'm sure you're going to get to it, so I won't spoil it, Probably but not. they, they have unprotected sex. Yes. But what was weird to me is that Robin says, do you have a, and Ted's like, no, I don't. And it was like, does, there, does CBS not want them to say they condom? They can't say condom? Even yeah, they can, I thought that was strange they too. They can clearly, like, uh, you know, clearly just d- depict unprotected sex. Right. Like, let's risk it or whatever. But yeah, so but they But they agree, just can't say the word condom. Yeah, it's so strange. Weird. They agree to have unprotect, unprotected sex. Like, wh- whatever happens, happens. And then we're back at the current time, and um, Barney is like freaking out because he notices Robin is drinking a bottle of water and not alcohol. So he's freaking out that she's actually currently pregnant, which is only like two weeks after the fact. So like she wouldn't even know she was pregnant. Yeah, that's true. Um, Um, but there is a good line, but I don't know if it's a, Barney has a good line about, uh, I don't know if it's one of your funniest moments, but, uh, he says, this is the, the 12th worriest, the 12th most yeah. worried I've ever been that someone's pregnant. Yeah. No, I didn't like that. <laughs> um, so then, and then they kind of tease, um, that maybe that's, that's the end of the story. And then they're like, no, we're going back to what happens next. And, um, they wait for Lily and Marshall to leave for their honeymoon. And then they admit that they are, they are broken up. Yeah. Um, and there's a moment here, like, uh, this, the show is like, 
in the pocket right now where it's like every episode is like really getting to me emotionally. Mm -hmm. And there's a moment here after they reveal, they really have broken up and Barney, who's been like having these comic overreactions the Mm -hmm. entire time. He just says, are you guys okay? It was like, it was so emotional to me. Like, Oh, he's a good friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because he's like, he's almost as upset (laughs) as he was when like, (laughs) he thought Robin was pregnant, you know, like, yeah. Because it's going to change the dynamic, and he knows that. But yeah. then that only lasts a second, and then he realizes that he can go back to being a wingman. Yeah, he gets to be a wingman, he which that to, was also a very sweet yeah. conversation. With so him. they had like a kind, like a very cute friendship moment where, um, you know, Ted's like, right now I just want like a whiskey soda and a cigar, and Barney has it ready for him, like out on <laughs> the patio. The yeah, him. lights a cigar for him, and that was a sweet moment. Yeah. Um, and then we get like a funny little tag. Um, they're finally, so Marshall and Lily are in the limo. Sanjeet, Ranjit is the driver. Um, and he's like saying like, oh, you can consummate your, (laughs) yeah, I won't look, which is creepy. And they're like, oh no, let's make a stop at Wienerberger. Scoop McNary. Scoop McNary is the guy. Gordon from uh, Gordon from Halt Halt Catch, Catch Fire, Fire. yeah, um, um, works at the Wiener Burger so and great. is like, uh, "You're why?" Oh, he asked them if they were on their prom, like if it was prom night, <laughs> yeah. And they're and Marshall's like, "Thank you, no." And then he's like, "Your wife's uh, barfing in the trash can." Um. So yeah, they get they finally get to eat and they're eating. But he's the, like, "My wife." Yeah, and I yeah. feel like again, as a married, you know, we, you and I have been married. Uh, it'll be. Eight years, eight years this year in September. Um, that is a fun moment. I liked yeah. being able to say my wife, just like I liked being able to say my fiance. Yeah, we really milked it. Like, <laughs> has anyone seen my fiance? <laughs> my fiance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have anything to add to the? Well, then I mean, you didn't mention the very end when we're back on the balcony with Ted and. And uh, Barney, Barney, and the episode ends with him saying, "It's going like, to be legend." It's going to be legend. Wait for it. Yeah. Credits. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we talk about funniest? Funniest moments. Yeah. What do you got? Well, I didn't discuss it in the uh, recap, but the videographer <laughs> keeps trying to get like <laughs> moments, um, little speeches, and every time he gets Barney, he's like saying something like love is the worst. Like he's yeah. just saying something Don't like terrible, yeah. like kids are the worst scourge on yeah. humanity. And the videographer says, this guy's giving me nothing. <laughs> uh, my funniest moment. Uh, I only had one this time. Yeah. Um, was when Lily says I ate four strawberries and then Ted says, did those strawberries come with a side of champagne? And she burps the word. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <they're, laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't write this down, but um, Lily what, Barney says something like, "Oh, there's a there's a mini quiche over there," and then she's like, "You're a giant douche." It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Good one. Yeah, because douche is not the opposite of quiche, <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Maybe it is. Um, so yeah, that's all I have. What about fashion? We had the same. Make it fashion. Make it fashion. We had the same fashion as last week. That's what I was saying. There's like even the flashbacks are things that uh, outfits we've seen before. Yeah. The only thing I could think of that was new and that really stood out is Scoot's uniform. Yeah, 
his fast food uh, uniform, kind of like uh, not quite hot dog on a stick uh, uniform, not that extreme, but kind right. of based like a, a dumb hat and, and, yeah. and multicolored stripes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the only only fashion moment I could find. Yeah, I didn't have anything. Um, should we talk about uh, motifs, themes? Yeah, I mean, we get the, um, you know... French horn. Once again, there's... Yeah, the French horn comes back, but once again, the episode is told via flashbacks. It takes place... Mm-hmm. There's a present time that is just a bookend for... Or, or the framing device or whatever for the story that unfolds via flashbacks. They can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. Uh, but not that I'm complaining. There will... I mean, I guess this is a bit of foreshadowing. There will get to be a time on this show where it, these these temporal games they play will start to feel a little forced, I have mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, so there will be a time that, I'll, that, that you might roll your eyes at the at the sort of uh, nonlinear gambit of an episode, but we're not there now because this is, this is the show absolutely firing on all cylinders, I think. Um, also, um, oh, we have, they're going to Scotland to see Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Marshall's obsessed with Nessie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Ted says, if you see the Loch Ness Monster, tell Don't. him I said hi. And Marshall says, Nessie's a girl. Come yeah. On. <laughs> um, of course, there is some fat phobia thrown in because um, when Barney is talking to Robin about getting pregnant, he's like, and you'll get real fat. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. There was, um, oh, Taxi Ranjit. Yeah, Ranjit yeah. shows up, yeah. Um, and then, of course, we end with a wait for it. Yes. Uh, a, a big season-spanning, summer-spanning wait for it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be the end of, or the end, yeah, the, uh, it's going to be months. Not for us. It'll only be a few weeks for us. But um, uh, it'll be months until we hear the dairy. So I have some similarities. Okay. Um, what do you got? Well, there. I mean, obviously there's uh, celebrations in both episodes oh, yeah. and a cake. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> in one shape or form. Yeah, the way that How I Met Your Mother kept, um, I, I mentioned before at Funniest Moments, this wasn't like the funniest episode, no. but it was a very like clever episode. Yes. Like the ways that it kept coming up with to keep Marshall and Lily from being able to mm-hmm. to eat were funny. Like Marshall yeah. was like, finally, I'm going to get a piece of cake. And by that point, Lily is too drunk from the champagne yeah. and she, she misses falls over and then falls over. Yeah. Yeah. So the, and also similarly, this is like a friend group, like orchestrating, like a to a to meet a goal. Okay, right. So, like in Friends, they were like they all joined together to keep the keep the um, parents separate. Oh. In this, they tried to orchestrate to like get food and get everyone out of their way so they can get to food. Yeah, yeah. So, they were unsuccessful yeah. in How I Met Your Mother. But you also have um, both both episodes had sort of like people keeping things from other people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, <laughs> when Lily sees uh, Marshall's face in like her drunken double vision, it <laughs> yeah. reminded me of Rachel's weird like slow-mo <laughs> seizure. Uh, the last thing I have for similarities is uh, breakups. That oh, Rachel's, yes. Rachel's parents are yeah. splitting up yeah. and uh, Ted and Robin are, are splitting up and obviously going about it to very different ways. Ted and Robin are still friends and there's no like question that they're going to remain friends. Right. 
um, you mentioned before about foreshadowing. Um, there was mention of uh, Rachel's sister not being able to go to the party, um, but we will Ooh, meet wait. a sister. I think, yeah, I think that you've told me this before. Okay. Okay. Did you guess already? No, but I think I know. Oh, you do know. Okay. Is she a little, little, little spark plug, a little ball of, ball of energy? She is a spark plug, yeah. 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 I think I know who, uh, who it is, and I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to playing favorites. Okay. Three, two, one, How friends. How I Made Your Mother. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. But both shows are, like, I've already said in the pocket and firing all cylinders. They're absolutely yeah. singing right now, both of these yeah. shows. And so you and I are going to keep just picking our favorite show because they're both, they're both killing it. They're both good so episodes. So yeah, I, I don't really have any complaints about this Friends episode. In fact, quite the opposite. I love seeing them do farce. And it was funnier than How I Met Your Mother. There which, were more laughs. Yeah, more laughs. Yeah, but um, How I Met Your Mother is also hitting me in the uh, emotional, emotional yeah. uh, center in, in a lot of ways. Um, and I wonder if... Because I know that we will get to a... Because I haven't seen all of Friends. I've seen all of How I Met Your Mother. I know that I'll get to a point where I don't find these things working as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm subconsciously like picking How I Met Your Mother as a favorite now because I'm like you know where striking while the iron's hot. Because yeah. I, I know I'll eventually get to a point where the show kind of frustrates me and uh, and and isn't as... It doesn't seem so effortless as yeah. it does now. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's a segment called How Are We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes initially aired. Uh, so um, let's start with you vamping a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Dark chocolate strawberry bar. Dark um, chocolate. So season oh, two, episode 22 of Friends, the one with the two parties, aired on May 2nd, 1996. Uh, not a whole lot I could find. Some interesting international holidays on this day. Um, in, in, in Some with overlap. In Indonesia, it's Indonesia National Education Day. Hmm. And in Iran, it's Teacher's Day. So hmm. obviously, uh, same uh, line of thinking there. Uh, in Poland, it's Flag Day. So anyway, that's what I got there. Okay. Um, Vine star Cam Benson was born. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. But the top five songs in the U.S., this is the actually interesting part here. Uh, okay. Nothing new, but some different... Uh, oh, maybe actually this one might be new. At number five, Coolio's one, two, three, four, something new. Mm-hmm. At number four, Alanis Morissette's Ironic. Mm-hmm. At number three, the Tony Rich Project, Nobody Knows. Number two, Celine Dion, Because You mm. Love Me. And at number one, Mariah Carey's Always Be My Baby. Mm-hmm. How's that one go? Because you'll always be my baby. Do-do-do. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Do-do-do-do-do. I'm not the Mariah Carey fan that you are, but mm-hmm. I do like that one. I like yeah. the do-do-doots. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, and... Season two, episode 22 of How I Met Your Mother, Something Blue, aired on Monday, May 14th, 2007. Okay. Um, I was, by this point, working a job that I hated. Aww. Um, but uh, I was seeing a lot of great comedy. This is the height of, like, the uh-huh. comedy death ray okay. uh, yeah. uh, thing. So, yeah, that's what was happening in my life. I was there, too. 
yeah. Um, we just didn't know each other. Yeah. But uh, let's see. A uh, on this day, a meteor likely causes is the likely cause of a two point one magnitude earthquake in Hubberton, Vermont, USA. Not not to you know be a SoCal snob, but a two point one. Yeah, that's on. nothing. It, yeah, it's like a, a truck drives by. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. That's like you're walking across the apartment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I'm because I stomp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, I actually don't stomp. By the way. I'm very conscientious about the fact that people live below us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I had something else that I wanted to... A new species of hummingbird is discovered in Colombia. Cute. I love hummingbirds. Do you? Yeah. Uh, the Alaskan cruise ship Empress of the North strikes an underwater rock on day two of a seven-day tour and evacuates all 281 passengers on board. So everyone's okay. But yeah. Yeah. But that's scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Top five songs in the U.S. on on this day. It's fun to be at the end of a season. We're at the end of the season for How I Met Your Mother, not for Friends. So mm-hmm. Programming note, the next two weeks, we'll just be talking about Friends, but then we'll throw some uh, Mystery Diners talk at the end yeah. just for fun. Yeah. Because we like talking just about Mystery Diners. Just for us. Diners. No one else. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's assuming that it's still on Discovery+. Plus. We'll, we'll find out. It could be yeah. something else. Um, but it, it does mean the next time we come back to Harmony Your Mother, months will pass. So the top five will be oh, yeah. likely totally different. Yeah. But here we still got a lot of the same stuff. At number five, Timberland's Give It To Me. At number four, Avril Lavigne's Hey, Hey, Yeah, Yeah, I Don't Like a Girlfriend. Uh, at number three, T-Pain's Buy You a Drink. And then in parentheses, Shoddy Snappin'. Uh, number two, Neo's Because of You. And at number one, Maroon 5 makes me wonder. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, we talked about out. Maroon 5. Yeah. How we knew this, the. Yeah, I'm, I don't know it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Moves Like Jagger. Those are like the only two Maroon 5 songs that I know. Not I don't know makes me wonder. But um, that's it. Uh, now we well, move no. on to my, the final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. By the way, we still have not gotten Joey saying, how you doing? Yeah. Two, two yeah. seasons in, yeah. he hasn't said it, whereas at least at least Barney has said challenge accepted. Yeah. Um, so for challenge accepted, we are going to try to predict what's going to happen next week on the show based on the episode titles. I don't guess this week. Uh, or Sorry, you don't guess this week. I right. do guess this week. Yeah. Uh, because Ooh. there's no more How Many Mothers. Right. Um, but as far as what happened last week on the show, or what we guessed last week about these, these week's episodes. So I I guess that Ross and Rachel have RSV'd them peas to conflicting shindigs that try to make, it a, make an appearance at the both of them. That's you not, were right in the sense that it was a Ross and Rachel heavy episode. Right. Yeah, I was right about that, but it's not... Um, I was thinking it would be about like Rachel had something fun she wanted to do and Ross had, some, had some like yeah. nerdy like yeah. paleontologist right. thing and yeah. she, like they had to like agree to yeah they had to compromise that's not at all what happened so at no points there um, and you said someone has come down with a strong case case of post nuptial depression which, is, which not is not what happened so correct. no points were awarded uh, I will make a guess for next week. I think um, it's kind of unfair that I get two more chances um, because we are tied. 
yeah right now so um let's see um season two episode 23 of friends is called the one with the chicken pox um and i'm going to guess that one of the friends i'm gonna guess that phoebe never had chicken pox as a kid Okay. And they're trying to keep, like, maybe, like, someone, I don't know. Because I know, like, chicken pox in adults is, like, actually dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I feel like. it's. But now there's a vaccine for it. So no one, no one has to worry about it. Wait, there's a vaccine for chicken pox? Yeah. As of when? Um, I think, like. I don't know, in the past, like, 10 years, maybe? Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to say the gang strategize to keep Phoebe from being exposed to the pox of the chicken. Okay. Okay. That's and my then, guess. And you I'm going to guess on a mystery diners. Someone's <laughs> going to get fired for stealing some merchandise. Um, <laughs> Specifically for stealing merchandise. Yeah. Which one are we going to, what about the, the, we could watch the one where, um, the employees were stealing from the food drive. Yeah. Remember that? The yeah. restaurant was doing a food drive and the yeah. employees were stealing. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch that one just to yeah. make it come true. Yeah. Well, uh, you can find, um, past episodes of this show wherever you found this episode but also at battleshipretention.com you can leave comments there you can uh you can comment on my twitter at davy pretension you can at me and davy at davy pretension uh but more importantly you can email us at the one where i met your mother at gmail.com if you have recommendations of like what we can if you hate us watching mystery diners we'll take recommendations okay we might we're not yeah. necessarily going to listen to them. I mean, we're no, we'll hear them. Yeah, we'll hear you out, and we'll consider it. <laughs> we'll take it under advisement. We'll take it under advisement. Uh, Natalie, where can people find you? Um, you can find me in the stars. Give us five star reviews <laughs> or review us oh, on yeah. your. Definitely leave reviews. Yeah, yeah. Let's or you know tell your friends, tell your mothers if you like this show. Um, yeah, subscribe and. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you ate at your wedding or if you tried to feed the bride and groom at a wedding. Yeah. Also, when was the last time you were at a Pizza Hut tavern style Pizza Hut? Like a sit down Pizza Hut. Yes. Uh, Until next time, see you at the Wiener Burger. (laughs) 